Welcome to Leadership Conversations by Nick Johnson, The Untold Secrets of the C-Suite. I am speaking with industry leaders on hot and trendy topics. Enjoy the podcast. Today we have with us Hasnain Babravala, the founder and CEO at Fame Media Global. He's a media expert for startups. Warm welcome to you, Hasnain. How are you today? Thank you. Thank you so much, Nick. Thanks for the pleasure. Yeah, that's great. Would you like to start by just introducing yourself? Uh, absolutely, Nick. So I, I've been a media practitioner for, for over 15 years, so, you know, and I've worked for, with some of the largest uh, media agency corporations and brands you know, in Southeast Asia and working in different countries. Uh, and then uh, currently what I'm doing is you know, I'm on a mission to, to set up uh, Fame Media Global, which, which in a nutshell is a media for equity company that invests mass media space in, in high growth startups and then help them build their brand image and brand equity. And we'll talk more about it later. Fantastic. So, so then I'm a bit curious here now, Hasnain, what is media for equity? That's uh, an interesting question. The media for equity you know, is, is something which is not uh, very well known, but it is an investment model, you know, which is used as an alternative investment model to the traditional venture capital that, that we all know of. Uh, so in this model, it's, it's uh, media groups, uh, you know, they offer their media resources in the form of advertising to companies. Uh, and in exchange of that, uh, they would uh, not charge you cash, but charge you equity in their company. So okay. that is uh, a media for equity model in a nutshell. There are two different type of models. You know, one is a corporate model where the media groups themselves run it. But the limitation is that the media space offered is only within their ecosystem. And the second one is, is more like what Fame is doing, which is an independent media for equity company, where we, we aggregate uh, media space from different media partners and provide the best optimum media plan to the company or the startup that we invest in. Very, very interesting, Hasnain. Perhaps you can let me know what would be the three things that we need to know about media equity. I'm sure our listeners would be very interested in this. I, I would say education is something, you know, amongst all the participating stakeholders, it's quite critical. So if, if I just look, take a step back and then look at this, uh, there are three key stakeholders over here. One is the startup companies. Uh, one is the uh, media groups and the media partners. And the third is the, the, the traditional cash investors, right? And if I have to look at one point for all three, for the media partner groups, I feel it is, it is absolutely essential that they see that this investment is looked at as a mainstream investment, right? And it should not be seen as an avenue to offload unsold or lesser quality of media space that they have on their roster. Because at the end of the day, these media groups are owners of these startup companies and it's in their interest that these companies, you know, succeed and it's they get the best impact from uh, media. Uh, from a startup perspective, uh, it is critical that they have a tight grip on the brand journey of the company and their ready, readiness to scale. Uh, it has been proven, right? It's been proven for more than 100 years that advertising works. Whenever there is mass media advertising, business upsides happen. Uh, but the readiness to advertise on mass media channel and knowing the right time to put your brand 
you know, on, on a high rating TV program or, or one of the largest out of home uh, site, you know, on the way to the airport, uh, actually decides the, the results eventually, you know. So, so that's very critical, the timing of entry. And lastly, for the investors or, or you know, we also consider uh, them our peers, you know, at Fair Media Global, uh, they need to have a mechanism to identify companies, you know, within their portfolio, uh, whose growth is very heavily reliant on media awareness and marketing dollars. And that is where we feel that, you know, that the future of this model, you know, is this more a co-investment model uh, of cash and services. And then that would be the most prudent way of, of uh, investing. I think these would be some points here. Yeah, and what would be the uh, basically the key factors a startup should consider when raising media for equity investments in Southeast Asia then? From, when, from a startup perspective, the, the key thing, as I mentioned earlier, is, is the timing at which they go. Now, how do you define that time? When is the right time? So we at FAME, we look at some metrics to, to identify whether the startup is ready. Uh, we firstly, we look at, you know, whether the startup has captured a minimum critical market share, right? And now that can vary between 5% to 10%, depending on the type of competition in that particular category. Uh, the second element that we look at is we look at their customer acquisition cost. Uh, if their customer acquisition cost is stable or increasing, you know, for, for uh, half of the year or six months, uh, that means that, you know, their customer acquisition cost is saturated and now it is time to, to go uh, and, and build brand awareness. Fantastic. <laughs> and why do companies then need to focus on media for equity versus just raising more cash, for example? And then also, how is the accounting and deal mechanism different from the stakeholders involved? Uh, in, in general, if you see the, the need for these companies to spend time in the media and marketing uh, bucket, it's you know, one of the highest cost centers, right? And generally, this is considered as an expense in accounting, but in, in, in a counter view, it can also be looked at an investment, you know, from a brand building long term uh, approach. Uh, and, and this function, you know, in, in our view is, is such an important and a critical function uh, as any other function, you know, uh, where, where the marketing minds and the people who are running the marketing should invest prudently and ensure they maximize and get the highest eyeballs whenever they are investing, uh, you know, in, in uh, marketing. And on accounting, uh, the complexity exists, uh, but, but from the startup point of view, the complexity is much lesser, but the, the complexity is more with the partnerships that we have with the media partners, where we have to negotiate different sort of commitments in terms of discount, seasonality, pricing, uh, scheduling priority, and so on and so forth. I see. And what have then changed in 2022? You mentioned that, you know, there's so much happening in your industry at the moment. Can you give us a bit of a snapshot? Uh, the, the rising story, I would say, right, in uh, Southeast Asia, that Southeast Asia is one of the, the hot regions uh, today. You know, it's set up, uh, set to become, you know, the top four economies uh, by 2020, uh, by 2030, I'm sorry. Uh, and, and, and it's a region which is looked at by, by most investors as, the, as a very high growth in terms of customer lifetime value, right? Which is one of the key metrics which, which any company looks at when they want to expand into a new geography. And uh, when you layer that potential growth of lifetime value of a customer, you know, with, with, with other benefits that the region provides, you know, whether it's the, the ASEAN free trade agreement that has happened with Japan and China, 
or are the the supportive business regulations uh, which which are getting better increasing disposable income in a highly educated uh, workforce a highly digital native population 75% of them are digital 50% of them you know have have made an e-commerce purchase which is just going to grow right in the next decade so so that is all the the key reason you know for everyone uh, focusing on southeast asia uh, now and and which is going to continue hopefully in the next uh, decade or two fantastic and how do you then see media frequency uh, the investment model evolve in the next decade and what could change in this industry i would see that uh, there'll be a lot of second and third generation entrepreneurs right who who would be who would be starting their ventures uh, the second and the third time uh, and and these folks really recognize the need of value towards venture building versus just raising a higher amount in cash right so i, I foresee that media for equity along with some other services you know it can be a win win model uh that that will be adopted right as as, as the desired standard for all founders you know during the fundraising process so it, it won't be limited to cash but it will also be limited to, to the type of uh, other type of services and then that co investment uh, participation is something that is the future of investment which which helps and uh, hedges risk also for all participating stakeholders fantastic thank you so much for clarifying that hasnan so thanks for joining us today at the dn conversations so everyone we're speaking with hasnan babravala the founder and ceo at fame media global a media expert for startups thank you and have a great day thank you Thank you for listening to Leadership Conversations by Nick Johnson, The Untold Secrets of the C-Suite. To listen to more episodes, please follow me on LinkedIn, Spotify, or any of my other channels. Thank you.